0: Thanks to our Patreon supporter, Haley K. If you would like to support our podcast, you can do it on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash topropechef. We are also looking for interesting nicknames for Jacqueline and I to give each other at the beginning of episodes. Please email at topropechef at gmail.com. Thanks. We're well, cooking up some recipes. Gonna
1: give them a spin. If you're messing with Top Rope Chef. And you were beaten, battered, and fried And we'll be cooking up some main dishes desserts and yummy things on the side Can you take the heat? 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 Can you take the heat?
0: Welcome to Top Rope Chef. We are the Top Rope Chefs. My name is Brad, the Machete Man Jones, with me as always.
1: Jacqueline Diablo de Maynard.
0: Yeah, you are. Friday the thirteenth. Gets to get spooky on this podcast. Friday the thirteenth. It's definitely not released the same day, because we're not that kind of technology. No. That's future. We're homebrew. Yeah, totally. Like the the, the ciders that's probably you're drinking right now.
1: I'm not drinking homebrew. I am drinking let's do a plug here soul squeeze ciders bip juniper it's like gin and cider combined it's dry and it's great
0: that sounds really good where is it made
1: uh michigan traverse city michigan oh, yeah. hell yeah there
0: you go i am drinking victory's kirsch uh gozay sour cherry beer beer dispelled spelled b-i-e-r it's a huh. gozay a sharp burst of cherry sea salt and a touch of spice bring refreshing bold tart and juicy flavors to this effervescent and quenching gose style <laughs> ale
1: wait i want to read the back of mine
0: please do oh right mine's from downingtown pennsylvania all oh, right
1: that's a <laughs> brought the fancy factor down <laughs>
0: <laughs> down a couple matches
1: yeah ah, uh, quite a, quite a leap biff juniper dry hard cider dry crisp apple cider infused with juniper berries hints of balsam and forest coleus like
0: a like a like a horse colt like a horse
1: colt Col- yeah colts colts in the forest with a dry apple taste leaving a sharp peppery feel i'm not getting peppery i'm getting, getting cold i'm getting i'm getting i feel like i want to be on a
0: horse and well, it goes down not? easy when are you not i mean that's a fair point can you drink uh goze Are goze gluten free they're probably not right
1: probably not but Just beer either. has hardly any gluten in it and i always make an exception
0: Lately. It's really good. Um, I'm kind of into Gose's right now. They're just like a sour ale. That's all I can like describe it. Just what do you mean goodness. sour? Like a like a sour patch kid is sour, or like a warhead is sour. It's like a like sour like delicious, cherry and
1: flavor. you want more. Or yeah. like, uh, like, is it? It doesn't taste like it's gone off.
0: No. Okay. It just has that like that tinge of sourness to it. I think gasees are like the new cider. Or the no. New uh,
1: cider. Uh,
0: the cider thing. is the cider. You. It's true.
1: But... Did you ever do the Warheads Challenge?
0: What's the Warheads Challenge? How many do you have to eat?
1: I thought it was ten, and then they would burn a hole in your tongue, but if you swallowed them before you sucked the sour off, it would burn a hole through your stomach, and your stomach acid would leak out, and you would die.
0: I don't want is... that to happen at all to me.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's not real. That's child lore,
0: but that was That sounds was the like the worst cinnamon challenge. <laughs> no, cinnamon is way worse. I... I did eat a lot of warheads. When you eat them, like, your tongue gets all, like, dried up and weird. That's always yeah, it hurts.
1: I was a Sour Patch kid.
0: What kind? Just the regular old Sour Patch? That's what you get at a movie theater?
1: Uh, I usually sneak stuff into the movie theater, if I'm being honest. Watermelon or when they would do the just cherry. I never liked the orange or the... I didn't like the citrus flavors.
0: Well, if you like the cherry one, I'd recommend um, the Sour Cherry goes in. It's good. All right. And it's almost gone because we had some technical difficulties getting this uh, started. Because why? Why wouldn't we? Well,
1: yeah, but. every week. But uh, I I prepared for it this week and I've got two. And I had one in the shower before we started. So
0: While proud. you were drinking? was it like in the shower with you or like on the the cell, like the windowsill outside the shower?
1: No, in the shower with me on the soap <laughs> oh. dish. <laughs> Have you not done sh- done shower beer?
0: No. It's
1: so good. It's so relaxing after a week of work.
0: Do you drink it out of the bottle or can, or do you have an alternate device?
1: No, I risk it. I bring the bottle in with me. I set it on the soap dish that's empty of soap because we've got those fancy little pumps now. So the soap dish is just my cider holder. And I set it there and I take a relaxing shower while my conditioner's soaking in. I take some sips. I've got a podcast going. It's really nice.
0: I feel like we should get on the ground floor of shower beers we need to start getting this thing going keeps the keg cool you know i don't
1: know
0: <laughs> how we can figure that out
1: it's not my idea
0: like back of the tank toilet where it's like the coldest water you know just keep that's... the cake back there
1: okay did you listen to kyle canane's stand up because that's where i first heard of shower beer and he used to keep he said a six pack in the on ta- the toilet tank it's so it's cold, cold
0: back there it's, it is it's reason. gross
1: though i wouldn't do that the toilet thing
0: you just rinse it off before you drink it. You know, it makes, it makes
1: me think of poop, and that doesn't give me a relaxing shower.
0: Well, I can, I can see that. Okay.
1: I've got a septic tank.
0: Um, I don't know how to transition from that. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am trying to go deep down into the well to transition into wrestling and food. Is it going to happen? <laughs> Let's talk, uh, well, uh, what would be called maybe a human septic tank is, would be draws? <laughs> hey, I guess we'll I tried i tried you got which is it the the man of the hour too fit to be sour like my beer he was a wrestler in the late 90s He only wrestled for like three years he was most notably in legion of doom 2000 which was the rebirth of legion of doom
1: can i make a tasteless a tasteless point slash joke sure yes i I think that he may be most notable for being paralyzed in the ring.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Quite, we were working up to that. I was just, I was talking about him like his in-ring notoriety, I guess, rather than him as a person's notoriety. (laughs) We'll edit this out. Keep going. You had a no, no. It's in there. I'm not editing anything out. Yeah, so he got injured in a in a ring on a SmackDown event by D'Lo Brown. He took a powerbomb very wrong, ended up quadriplegic. And um, wrestling is fake, guys. It is totally fake. Totally fake. Don't it's not even funny. I'm not laughing it. at the man's... Oh, yeah, uh, you shouldn't. Yeah. Terrible No, tragedy. that's horrible.
1: I'm just... It seems like every week I'll be excited about a wrestler, bring up a wrestler, and he's either dead or paralyzed or both somehow. Something horrible's happened, and it's just it's overwhelming at times
0: well cliffhanger for next week both of those wrestlers are still alive and doing fine so that's good
1: okay really (laughs) yeah i would not have expected that (laughs) (laughs) all right
0: so i kind of wanted to just talk more about maybe maybe like legion of doom as, as Doom as a wrestling um segment of this podcast they were known originally as the road warriors they dressed up like Mad Max Fury Road style, but it was Fury Road wasn't out yet, it was just literally the Road Warrior. They would come out with football attire adorned with spikes on them. They'd yeah. paint their faces, one would have a spider on his face, one would just have this really like crisscrossy thing, and he'd have a sweet mohawk, and they would literally go around the entire country beating up other wrestling promotions best tag teams.
1: I did not know that. Yes. That's that is respectable.
0: They never lost a match until they got what? to WWF, I believe.
1: Ah, that, that
0: could be a wrong stat, but they won a lot of them.
1: I'm gonna go with it. It sounds mm-hmm. right.
0: They were almost hated by other tag teams because they knew that they were they were gonna lose when the Road Warriors were coming to town. But it didn't matter because they would sell out stadiums. This that's tag amazing. Team. One of the first like tag teams to ever do that to like take the country by storm into like main event wrestling events and really. Mm -hmm. is that
1: now is that before the when hulk and macho teamed up yeah that was
0: that was like 1989 okay 88 or 89 all right but i mean
1: they were scary i remember when i was a kid when i was like five and i first learned about wrestling and started watching it they scared me
0: legion of doom were very frightening and or the road warriors
1: but now as an adult watching it they're one of my favorites they're so
0: good there were two so giant muscly men and they would just do moves that looked like they would kill you. They hit so hard. Yeah. And they and their whole gimmick was called going into wrestling terminology no selling, which basically means if someone hits you or does a move on you, you just don't take the hit. You pretend like it didn't hurt, you get back up. Someone punches you in the face, you shake it off. Hulk Hogan was famously known for no selling. Ultimate Warrior was famous for no selling
1: when he was in his state of Hulkamania. You could mm-hmm. nothing could face him.
0: So, same thing with the Legion of Doom. Literally, there were other teams that tried to hurt them and could not.
1: Also, with Halloween coming up, great costume idea. If you're looking for a costume, this will yeah, be yeah. If uh, you're looking
0: for a couple's costume, yeah. Legion Legion of Doom's right up there. If you want to get more S and M, E, you can go into the demolition room.
1: I I'd <laughs> stick demolition. with Legion of Doom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think the rockers could be really fun. There's definitely some good wigs you could pull off. Anything with tassels. The Dudley Boys. The dudley boys would be a great tag team co- really costume. any
1: wrestling tag team from the 80s or 90s you can do
0: that yeah i already know the answer i was gonna ask you what wrestling costume we would have but it would be the mega powers oh you and it, i yeah but yeah who would be who you would be ho or you'd be mm-hmm. either fine you've been hogan before and you've i've been already savage been hogan before. a
1: couple of years <laughs> 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 i'd like to i'd like to branch out
0: yeah you be savage i'll be hogan It'll be great.
1: Okay. Yeah. Now, would you be a slutty Hogan or would you be like true to I'd life? Work,
0: I'd go the Tidy Yellows. I, wasn't, I was going to say Whitey's, but I'm going to call them the Tidy Yellows.
1: I mean, he was. Didn't he have white pants when he was Hollywood Hogan?
0: He had white pants when he was in the Rocky movie as Thunderlips. Is that what you're thinking of?
1: Uh, I've never seen that. That sounds <laughs> oh. great.
0: Yeah, Rocky <laughs> 3, I want to think. Mm. Hulk Hogan left wrestling for a little bit to go shoot this scene in Rocky where he threw Rocky outside the ring, so that's just alone, And uh, he looked like a giant man who wore tight white boxers with lips on them, and he was Thunder Lips.
1: Good match. Hey, why'd you get so crazy on me out there? That's the name of the game. Well, listen, while you're still calm, can we get that pole right together? Yeah, sure. Adrian, come on over here. My wife, Adrian, my kid. It's Thunderlips. Al oh, would you do that? Okay, that's all right, you know. Sometimes Jerry really hurts. Wait, is that how uh Billy Badass Gun? Is that where he got that idea from? That
0: could be. That could mm. be it.
1: I bet so. So you would be the the 80s Hogan. Yellow and red. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Oh yeah. Mega Me- We didn't have the Mega Power shirts before they broke up.
1: They never broke up.
0: They did break up. I'm so sorry, Jack. In my heart. Macho Man <laughs> turned on Hogan. Elizabeth no. was involved. It was a big mess. Do
1: you remember when Sherry What's her face? Sensational Sherry. When mm-hmm. she got involved and ruined everything. And then, how did that work? Macho Man lost and Sherry like kicked him in the face or something terrible. And then Elizabeth came and beat the shit out of her. And then they got back together and he lifted her up on his shoulders. And they were, it was great.
0: Yeah, wrestling was amazing. Hulk Hogan and Macho Man fought for the right to have miss elizabeth as one of their valets
1: shut up! Uh, really
0: well, yeah men would fight for, for 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 women to be their valet <laughs> it was this is real life vikings 80s <laughs> only with more spandex and tassels it
1: was great when men were men right yes
0: macho man you know he's not in this book it's sad he'll be in our book the he nacho will. man randy savage has to be a meal it just has to
1: oh yeah yeah <laughs> With, and But Slim Jims are also going to make an appearance It'll yeah. be an optional add-in You don't it, have to add we're Slim We're putting Gems. an
0: asterisk by the Slim Jims But yeah. we will try and make the Slim Jim version We'll let you know if it's good or not
1: Well, yeah, There's different flavors, right? Or is it all just Slim Jim flavored?
0: I think they have probably, they've probably they probably branched out since the, the early <laughs> 90s
1: <laughs> Alright, we should get back to Drew's Or
0: Draw's S- S- Yeah, Slim Jim, not a sponsor of this podcast But if, you, if you're but working for Slim Jim Yeah, you could be We're looking for food uh, sponsors, and I'm going to go to Slim Jim. It seems like a great fit.
1: Yeah. Slim Jim would probably make these recipes better.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. I don't know know who that's more offending, Slim Jim or the recipes.
1: I mean, this particular one.
0: (laughs) Trying to search draws on Google autocorrects to Dr. Oz, and and that was not what I want. I don't want to search for Dr. Oz wrestling matches
1: i was trying to search for is it draws or drews
0: draws draws okay
1: i was trying to search for draws wrestling um on youtube and the only wrestling clip they show is the one where he gets paralyzed and i couldn't watch it it's too gross so i didn't actually see any draws
0: he falls right on his head
1: yeah i saw like a still of it well i saw like 10 stills of it because all youtube cares about is horrible things i guess
0: and, uh, yeah, it, so that's what gets the hits. It was sad.
1: Mm-hmm. Like this pizza. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How'd that go for you? It went um, as expected. <laughs> as expected. Dras's barbecue chicken pizza. Since being paralyzed in an in-ring accident, Draz has displayed the courage of a true champion. He's worked tirelessly in physical therapy, and I fully expect to see him walk again. Yeah, I really do. And former Maryland uh terrapin and denver bronco defensive lineman Draz has the heart of a lion and a drive many of us can only dream about all right
1: i have a few notes okay go ahead (laughs) i didn't read that part
0: me neither Uh, okay (laughs) (laughs) because i don't do any preparation for this podcast like i should (laughs) i watch a few wrestling matches and like "Ah, i got it
1: you're gonna memorialize him with this recipe i thought they did this before Me too. That's so mean.
0: Just based off of the uh, the picture, I assumed it was while he was still active and fine.
1: I did too. (laughs) I did too. Oh, no. Oh, no. This picture, real quick.
0: There's a photo next to the recipe. Describe it. Um, please, please, please. Good guy. In great detail, as if somebody, <laughs> as, as if to a sketch artist.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. He's got no shirt on. He has a nipple pierce, just one. I think it's the burp, burp, it's left, left one. one. The left one. He's got a what I'm going to assume is a purple velvet top hat that's mm-hmm. like comically shaped and sized. It's huge. It's a
0: Mad Hatter hat. This thing existed yes. like in the world. In the 2000s. Yeah, it I saw was kids popular. go to school with this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> he also, that same shade of velvet he has in pants form in this picture.
0: Mm-hmm. He's how got, many chains do you see on him?
1: How many chains? How many uh, chains are on him? One, two, three, four? <laughs> four chains. chains. <laughs> uh, he's got that like studded belt that kids think is cool. He's got like a some ear piercings he's got a tongue piercing he's sticking his tongue out like yeah like gene simmons like gene simmons yeah mm-hmm. his
0: beard is shaved in like a weird pattern
1: that connects to his mustache but it, it doesn't go along his jawline at all it's like in the middle of his face like he he shaved all the bottom beard off and just left the top piece so it connects to his head also it's like if somebody it's like the 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 wario
0: mustache yeah that's perfect yeah yeah
1: uh, like that, he looks like he's a ginger. How so,
0: would you rate those tattoos?
1: Those tattoos <laughs> look like the weapons you buy in the mall, <laughs> <laughs> like the ones like in the ninja weapons store that are all like mm-hmm. rainbow metal. That's all of his tattoos are that. He's got like a crotch one peeking out, which doesn't look good on anyone. Uh-uh. No, not at all. Uh, I I would rate his appearance. I don't you know what his character is supposed to be, but
0: he gets zero stars. I'm sorry that you're paralyzed, but Jesus Christ. I was trying to watch some Draws matches today with the very thought in mind of, like, what is a Draws? (laughs) Like, what is his character? Like, what is he coming out to the ring to do and prove? Why does he want to win the championship? I couldn't figure it out.
1: Why does he want to dress like that? I mean, the 90s, Crush Velvet was in in the 90s, but I just, I don't get it. Is he, like... Is he like a bad boy?
0: Is he a Smash mouth character?
1: Oh, my God. He is Smash Mouth the band. like if Smash Mouth the band pumped For, up. and
0: yeah, he took a bunch of roids and got yeah, a bunch of bad tattoos. Yeah, maybe took some other to, drugs. I think we solved the problem.
1: Oh, uh, he's got that that necklace is like it's like a a really big version of those like those keychain things that like they hold your keychains on. And you pop the little circles into the thing. Told your keychains um, on your backpack. It's like a chain of circles.
0: My backpack. <laughs> I am flabbergasted. I,
1: I, I don't know how to describe it. Oh, uh, uh, I... uh, you mean like a climbing gear thing? No, no. This oh, is like a band- 90s backpack. Like those, like coin purses that you squeeze and you get the coins out. That chain that attaches it to your backpack. Mm. <laughs> Do you remember backpack?
0: <laughs> mm. I, 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 you know, occasionally we will take a backpack <laughs> to the gym still.
1: If any of our listeners have Can You Take the Heat, which is the cookbook for cooking, out we'll, of, we'll post this, this
0: is... photo. This we'll photo's this going photo. somewhere.
1: All right. It's page 91, us. but it, we'll post
0: You it. tell us what you think a Draz is. Yeah, is. also
1: include that. Cause, cause we <laughs> hashtag
0: know. what is a Draz? <laughs> 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 what do you think his finishing maneuver is? How do you think what he fights? It? Why do you think he fights? I don't know. <laughs>
1: Did you look up his finishing move?
0: No, he lost the match that I saw.
1: If you were gonna guess,
0: I wouldn't even know. It's probably called the um, the 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 bad drowse or something, or the the drowser, or oh, the drowsy.
1: Oh, that's better. Yeah, let's, that's let's that's see. probably too good for what it actually is. I was gonna guess it was like the Drews ooze, but I have been mispronouncing his name all week
0: okay his moves are the New Jersey nap time Just what it's is that that's pow- si- a sit-out power box.
1: but why do you bring a state into a, a draws is that like a county in New Jersey I yeah I'm sure it. he's
0: from yeah he's from New Jersey a place of birth
1: he uh he shaves his chest or waxes he probably waxes
0: most most wrestlers do that's a thing do not think, think they don't
1: do you think they have like a whack like a WWF? Oh, yes. at this time waxer like or staff they go to waxers. somebody
0: I'm sure they have like somebody on there that will do it but i'm sure you're also like if you want to get it done yourself you should just go do it i know they tan on their own and-
1: hogan tans hogan's always got a good tan no line
0: he's been doing it for a long time five stars hogan keeping
1: it tight All
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> we're not even like breaking the surface for the recipe yet i haven't even told you what's in this thing yet you, you okay, go you tell me it? well you tell me i'll tell you you tell okay. me
1: Looks like one 10 ounce package of refrigerated Pillsbury brand pizza dough, a half cup of JR's barbecue sauce, or your favorite, two chicken breasts, about a half a pound grilled and diced, half a medium red bell pepper sliced, half a medium green bell pepper sliced, half a medium yellow bell pepper sliced one cup of grated mozzarella, and one cup of grated mild cheddar cheese. Brad, this must have been especially hard for you because I know you have really good barbecue chicken pizza recipe that I've had, and it's incredible, and this must have killed you.
0: It was pizza-like. If I I was a kid, I'd be like, yeah, this is great. This is pizza. But as a grown adult making his food for himself, this just does not (laughs) cut it. There are good ingredients on here. There are peppers, there's chicken, there's barbecue sauce. Even the cheese choices are pretty enjoyable. But why not just make your own pizza draws?
1: <laughs> That's that was your main complaint?
0: The pizza dough. Oh my gosh, yes.
1: Is Pillsbury does it's not good?
0: No. So I bought two of them cuz I looked at this recipe and I was like, this is going to be enough for two pizzas. Okay. First of all, and it was. So I, I did two pizzas. And it was a good thing I did because I ruined one of them. Because when I rolled it out, it was a little too thin. Oh. And I didn't notice it before I put it in the oven. And it just burned. The bottom. Oh, like Jesus. I lost half a pizza in, in, the, in oh. the Draw's barbecue chicken pizza. It's not It's not as bad as losing your own. I mean, yeah. But, you know, I had to do that thing again where I opened up the package. And it made that <laughs> pop noise. And I was like, oh, my you? God. WWF cookbook. It didn't scare <laughs> me, but... I was expecting it, and I rolled it out into the pan, and I cooked it as it should be, and it was just not, you know, good pizza dough. Pizza dough is really important. Yeah. Yeah. And End of statement. Yeah.
1: So, uh, did you run into any problems with the instructions for this, or?
0: Um, hmm. So, the, the instructions are, prepare and bake the pizza dough according to the directions on the package. That's yeah. not really a step. That's telling you to look at a step. Um, number two take the dough out of the oven and spread the barbecue sauce on it decorate the pizza with chicken and peppers because that's a word decorate i
1: had a hoot. yeah why why decorate
0: you gotta make it look pretty that's what you do with the cheeses (laughs) yeah you do and i did it to the pizza i got out the garling i got out the christmas lights i decorated the
1: pizza (laughs) but did but so you put all the toppings underneath the cheese
0: no, was I supposed okay. to?
1: I mean, it says decorate the pizza with the chicken and peppers oh, on top and top cheeses. it with cheese. Which I, mean, I feel like that's psychotic.
0: It's fine. I mean, that's that's like a, there's not enough cheese on here to like really make it make sense. It was pretty thin anyway. What well, was it? Yeah, hmm. it was what? I, yeah, I guess I didn't use a full <laughs> cup of the mild cheddar because I didn't want a whole lot of it, but I did use a lot. <laughs> um, and bake the tent. Bake tent. Whoop. Number three, bake for 10 minutes longer or until the cheeses have melted and are golden in color. So if I would have done this, I would have had two burned pizzas because <laughs> I would have cooked this thing for 30 minutes. This is not how you would do it.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, probably not. The, the
0: pizza dough itself cooks eight to 10 minutes, and then you're supposed to take it out and then cook it again, like top it and then cook it again. Yeah. But I don't know what was going on. These directions were conflicting. So I just cooked it for 10, put the toppings on, and cooked it for another like eight minutes, and it was fine.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds like what I did.
0: I conserved my JR's barbecue sauce because I feel like I'm going to be using it in a recipe later because that's used There's a lot There's a in this few book. more, yeah. So I went ahead and I used a Korean barbecue sauce that I like to get from Trader Joe's, and it's like a Korean mm. sriracha barbecue sauce, and it's really good.
1: Ooh, that does sound good. That sounds like it might have punched it up a bit.
0: It was nice and spicy and good. I, I snuck in spice, even though it's said, I said to use your own favorite sauce, and I did, yeah. so I, I, I only half-cheated heel. Yeah. The ref didn't see it, you know? The ref
1: didn't see it. What's his <laughs> name? Uh, Finkel. No, Finkel's yeah. the announcer. What's that ref? Earl Hebner? Earl Hebner. Yeah, he's got a recipe in here. He oh, didn't see he? it. does he? He does. Hmm. So does Finkel, actually.
0: <laughs> so, Jacqueline, how did you make your much better pizza, it's a, which I'm uh, was much better?
1: Yeah, mine was almost nothing like it. Uh, I did a, a you Keep gluten- some of the
0: same toppings at least? No. <laughs> <laughs> I did the barbecue a barbecue
1: sauce? I no I did I did. Okay,
0: okay. That's the I did a
1: part. at work we make these gluten-free pizza crusts from scratch. I used that as my pizza crust base, but what I did for the sauce, I did half pizza sauce and half barbecue sauce, which made it a lot less sweet and a lot tastier in my opinion to eat
0: that's a pro strat right there
1: yeah half and half that's my secret now the chicken breast is the only topping ingredient that i used from the original recipe and i fried that in a pan with half a pound of bacon with the bacon's grease and oh, half oh my of a... gosh yeah I already won. Just <laughs> bacon makes me win. I've always got that in my back pocket. <laughs> I we'll also have to find a
0: recipe with bacon so we both are on the same ground. <laughs> yeah.
1: I also chucked in half a pound of red onion that I sliced then, and I fried that in with the chicken and the bacon. And then I added like a tablespoon or two of more barbecue sauce after that was done cooking just to kind of coagulate it together. It was so good. And I, I topped my pizza with that mixture, most of that mixture, and then a portobello mushroom that I sliced real thin, and a jalapeno fresh that I diced and minced, well, I minced it really, and two cloves of minced garlic, sprinkled that on top, and then I had to use, though, this is where you beat me, is this almond cheese substitution, but they have like air quote mozzarella and air quote cheddar almond cheese, but... They both don't taste like anything and are just kind of the texture of cheese. But with all those other flavors, it, the, I didn't like Yeah. You don't really taste cheese at all. It's just delicious.
0: I think if I I think I've probably said it another episode, but if I did have to go dairy free, I would just stop eating cheese altogether and not even try substitutes. Yeah.
1: The, I mean the almond it. cheese is the closest. There's definitely like there's this brand called Daya. It's like dairy with the with the Y and then like a R. I don't know. It's not great. It's like a, like a wet, sticky texture when you cook it, and it's really just kind of sad. The Salmon Cheese is the closest consistency, but it has no flavor, so...
0: It's okay. I can live without cheese. I don't have to try to find a substitute for it.
1: You say that, but try and actually live without cheese, because it's hell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will try so, a month on this podcast, maybe like January or something. We'll have I to do Recipes to Without Cheese no that cheese. month. We'll do Recipes Without Cheese, and I will live a cheese-free month, and I'll... <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll cheat how many There's times no i way. cheat <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna just fall into my mouth on accident I'm like oh this yeah. had cheese on it oh it always has cheese on it yeah it, it's called a cheeseburger brad
1: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so my version of this recipe i'd give it four stars i would have given it five if not for the dairy-free business oh how are you
0: gonna screw up pizza you know four stars right yeah
1: the fresh jalapenos that's really what did it because that was a really good heat i left most of the seeds in too
0: that's a smart move yeah i love fresh jalapeno on a pizza i also like serrano peppers and habanero peppers too i would give mine mm, it's probably like a two-star recipe because at the end of the day it's still pizza
1: <laughs> okay
0: so an average right. for a three-star recipe for Draza's chicken barbecue pizza okay I mean, everything's good. I mean, it has it has the potential to be pizza. It's just that dough is real bad. That
1: seemed like too many varieties of bell peppers. It seemed like overkill, and like maybe try a different kind of pepper, like even a poblano, though that's like a in between of a jalapeno and a bell pepper.
0: It's like it got is a too sweet, many spicy flavor. Yeah, you don't need onion. Would have been and yeah. Great... Where
1: is the onion? in all these recipes, where is the onion?
0: I don't know. Where's the where's They're the not... black pepper? Where's the salt, Jacqueline? I don't know. <laughs> right
1: (laughs) where is the chef who made up these recipes
0: i have to imagine that i'm trying to think i think the wwf made this with the intention of no one was actually going to cook any of these things and it was just going to be for entertainment value i have to believe
1: i mean that kind of goes with the theme of wwf
0: they skirted it around just enough where it seemed like food, and if you did make it, it would be fine. But they weren't really trying to hit it out of the park with any of these things.
1: Well, you know, maybe this is then this is the door that we blast through.
0: It is, because your pizza sounds incredible.
1: It is. I wouldn't give it to to draws. Mm, you probably like uh, it. I might. I might make that an Eddie Guerrero pizza though. It's like spicy. He was a spicy guy.
0: Oh, yeah, Latino Heat.
1: Yeah, that's that's my Eddie Guerrero pi- oh, I should probably add Chipotle in there if it's going to be Guerrero. Yeah, Chipotle in the sauce. Then it's a Guerrero pizza.
0: I make a lot of homemade pizzas. The best one I think I've made to date was a chili pizza. So for a month or so, yeah, I had like a free Blue Apron deal or whatever, you get like a free thing. And one of the ingredients mm-hmm. was chili. And I was like, oh, chili's fine, but it's basic. It's like, what if I just put everything that would be on a chili on a pizza? So I Brilliant. did. Brilliant. Uh, tomatoes. Um, it didn't have beans or anything on it. Um, cheese. It topped, at the end of it, I topped with cilantro, sour cream, guacamole.
1: Oh, my God.
0: It had onions. It had peppers. Everything that you would want on in a chili but on top of a pizza. And I used chili powder in the crust, in the homemade crust. Oh. Got it, like, nice and spicy. And, like, a little bit of hot sauce on top of it. And it was so good. Shut up. So good. <laughs> that sounds so amazing.
1: <laughs> now but but if you were gonna add that into our eventually to be released wrestling cookbook, what wrestler would you assign that to? Or would that be a one of like a Brad wrestler? Like what are you now? Ghostface or
0: I was uh, I, I chose the machete man for Friday the thirteenth. Machete today. man. Machete man, yeah. <laughs> the machete man. because <laughs> I just saw Desperado recently too and uh the... <sighs> Dane Trey is in that. So, yeah. um, Latino Heat, yeah, Eddie Guerrero would be not bad for that pizza. Um, maybe even our next performers would be okay because I feel like they're kind of, you know, hip and cool.
1: I feel like Chili's pretty American though.
0: It is, like a Tex-Mex. So it might be Jr's pizza, especially It'd if it JR didn't have
1: pizza. beans in it because he counts beans as vegetable for no reason at all.
0: It'd be a good Jr's pizza. Yeah, yeah. The the slobber knocker. It's definitely going to be something in the in the, in the, <laughs> the wrestling book. Good God, Michael—he's broken in half—is going to be a pizza or uh, some sort of recipe. I don't know what, but it's got to be.
1: Yeah, maybe a rack of ribs—that would be a good one.
0: Mm-hmm. You'd maybe like break your ribs. Um, Ricky the Dragon steamboat when he was like Ooh. shooting, you know, fire out of his mouth—that'd be would be like he had too much chili. We definitely have to get artwork for this book now that I'm thinking about it.
1: Yeah, if any of our uh, loyal listeners are artists and would like to contribute art to this podcast book, please give us a shout. Is that Whatever our Patreon is.
0: Patreon.com <laughs> slash Top Rope Chef. Twitter.com slash Top Rope Chef. Facebook.com slash Top Instagram.com slash Top Rope Chef everywhere.
1: There we go. Brad's the muscle in this group.
0: The muscle in the brains. You're the brains. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll get back to our next recipe. Welcome back to Top Rope Chef. We ate pizza. Now it's time to just completely lose our minds and eat french fries. <laughs> Jacqueline, what did we eat?
1: We ate Two Cool's Homeboy Fries.
0: In the same vein as Draz, I would say Two Cool <laughs> wore like, the stupidest hats and the dumbest hair. They didn't have as many terrible tattoos. They were a tag team that would constantly wrestle like the hardys or the dudleys they were a pretty prominent tag team in the late 90s early 2000s they were- and they were just too cool do you remember their names
1: uh scotty too hottie and grandmaster <laughs> sex a
0: sex I- it might be the greatest wrestling name out there grandmaster sex a i've
1: got a fun fact about grandmaster sex a do you Hit know what i'm up. gonna say no He is Jerry the King Lawler's son.
0: Just straight up son? I thought, I knew they were related, but, oh wow. Nope,
1: straight up son. He is also the, like, cousin once removed of somebody else. But, I mean, Jerry the King, that's, that's what he crapped out.
0: Would it surprise you to know that these two guys still wrestle in independent wrestling?
1: Shut up!
0: They still do. Both? They can still do the worm, which is their classic thing.
1: Was it both, or was it just Scotty too worm? It was that just Scotty too Hotty
0: would would do the worm. Grandmaster Sexy did like a a, a a frog splash or something, I think.
1: Oh yeah, he oh god damn it, he did. Here's the thing, though, listeners. These guys were like really cool. They were like, too cool. <laughs> no, but like <laughs> the fans loved when they did the worm. Yes. That was like the crowd went wild when they did the worm. The worm.
0: I went wild when they did the worm.
1: I mean, I did too. I'm not going to lie.
0: It was like a watered down version of the you know, the people's elbow or some sort of move like that got the audience involved.
1: Don't you dare bring up the people's elbow in the same <laughs> sentence as these Jim Oaks.
0: Oh, that move doesn't even really exist nowadays. John Cena does something called the five knuckle shuffle that's sort of similar to it, but no other wrestler has like an audience participation move and it makes really? me so upset. Yeah.
1: That was like one of the coolest parts. It was.
0: The best wrestlers had oh. audience participation.
1: I was just going to make a quick comment about in the picture here, which we're going to have to throw up, how many chains Grandmaster Sex A is wearing, because it's like triple the amount that Draws had.
0: Okay, I put you through the ringer I'm describing. Let me try my best. Yeah. He's got... Uh,
1: first for, first for grand sure Master.
0: See... Okay, I'm zooming in. I'm seeing more chains.
1: <laughs> so many I ch- can't
0: tell the difference between puka necklaces and changes at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I see at least two puka necklaces. Yes. And five chains. I believe. <laughs> Hanging from the chains is a pair of sunglasses. But he's also has sunglasses on top of his head.
1: Yes, they both do.
0: Mm-hmm. They have what I can only be described as a, a zebra-ish pattern. It's it's just, like writing. It's writing. It's graffiti. I don't know what
1: writing going on. graffiti zebra like all together. I think that describes it.
0: On the inside of that is a nice little pattern of some kind. Got too hot a. he's got good face it's kind of on on point facial hair
1: uh absolutely not
0: i like it hard got... pass
1: what's that hard weird pass. little dot
0: <laughs> i'm zoomed in i don't know
1: it's gross his hair his facial hair is so dark and his hair is so bleached
0: and he's got a fishing cap with a top cut out of it and his hair is sticking through the top of it
1: his bleach blonde hair is spiked so he looks like he's wearing one of those hats that they made probably because of this douche
0: he looks like a guy that would be an 80s or 90s dating game, like a board game.
1: What's the sweet hand motion he's doing, Brad?
0: I think it's too cool. I think he's yeah. got the two fingers out, and he's, he you know.
1: He does. Uh, you didn't describe Grandmaster Sex-A's. Uh, he that his he pants looks like he
0: just got from a ski resort. He's got a hat on. He does. He's got his underwear showing up through his pants. Is that what you want me to comment on?
1: I mean a little bit, but he's not Marky Mark, so it's not really working so well. But the bike gloves, the bicycle gloves, is what I was.
0: They could thinking. be like MMA gloves, but maybe they are bike gloves. I'm not sure.
1: I'm gonna say they're bike gloves.
0: He does look like Jerry the King Lawler, though. Now, now that you're saying it, I'm seeing the connection in, in the, the face, face for sure. Yeah,
1: I mean, he's nothing like his father. He also, do you know why he stopped wrestling for WWE?
0: uh drug violations i don't know (laughs) yes yes okay (laughs) was a shot in the dark that seemed pretty good i was on that i was like 80 percent sure that that was going to be correct
1: yeah he was bringing drugs from canada into the u.s and he got caught and they uh knocked him out of the contract
0: i think they're still on a high on scotty too hottie i know i saw him more prominently in some singles matches before grandmaster sexay i think they they had to have won the tag team titles at least once because they just passed those things around But they were always fun to watch. They they were cool. When they came, they had some fun music. Way too hot today. It was fun
1: i ever saw them and got excited was i liked rikishi and rikishi he was like the star of the show
0: yeah there was a three-man tag team rikishi even like took some of their elements like the glasses and the dyed blonde hair
1: i wanted to ask you were their glasses magic because there's several videos of them putting their glasses onto different wrestlers rikishi is one the deadly boys is one like they'll take those yellow glasses that uh, Scotty Too hotty has on his like half hat, and they put him on another wrestler, and then that wrestler dances with them. It was yes. never a wrestler with any self-respect.
0: Just like how Frosty the Snowman needs <laughs> that old old cap hat,
1: corn pipe.
0: The corn pipe. He needs the hat to come alive. Okay. If you were a wrestler, good, bad, otherwise, and you got those yeah. glasses on you, you felt the overwhelming urge to dance. And they would use crazy camera angles, and the yes. camera would like sway left and right. Yes. And there was a very specific dance that I can't remember right now, but it just means going to the left a few times and going and you, to the right a few times. You do times.
1: left steps, side steps, and then you do like the wave with your arms all like you all hold yes. hands and do yeah. that. And you then send I think the wave you go to the wrestlers. side and you do like a like a bump and grind kind of twerk deal.
0: They were just a bunch of fun party boys. What can I tell you? <sighs> they
1: matched too much. Their clothing.
0: They almost never talked in the ring. They let their gimmick do the work for them.
1: They did. That makes me wonder if they weren't good at talking, though.
0: Probably not. But you didn't need to. If you could do the worm, you were golden. And there would always be different ways of, like, him getting hurt from doing the worm. Like, he was about to do it, then someone would stop him or do, like, a finishing move. And, like, people would be, like, happy and upset because they saw him get hurt, but they didn't get to see the worm. It was conflicting.
1: Can you imagine, like, nowadays, if there was somebody in, like, a street fighter-type situation and somebody stopped to do the worm, how badly you would want to see that person ended?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I might be The worm might make a comeback. You heard it today, October 13, 2017, <laughs> Top Rope Chef podcast, maybe the worm's going to make a comeback.
1: Never. There was a joke on 30 Rock about how demeaning the worm is, and Liz Lemon made somebody do the worm in a contract to beat them down and make them take a lower wage. That cinched it.
0: Do the worm! Now, say
1: five reasons I'm better than you. Uh, you read the
0: paper. Yeah, suck it. I do read the paper. Do you want me to do anything? Be a crab. I think the worm is fun. It's doing like a weird push up. When he got to the end of the worm, he'd bounce up, he'd throw his hands left and right, and he'd hit you in the face.
1: I will say that he did it better than anyone. I don't know that that's a compliment, but that's a fact.
0: It was so fun.
1: Their other finishing move they had was like a double elbow drop. They would like do together and do like a douchebag high five and then... Do you remember that one?
0: I know the Rockers would do a double top rope elbow drop and it always scared me because I thought they were going to bump into each other.
1: They would do a top rope elbow drop? Mm Mm-hmm. No, these guys would just do it like they'd like walk over like break dance over to the person and then they'd like high five each other and elbow drop
0: oh yeah you're right from the from the ground
1: yeah Yeah. not from top ropes Eh, it was lame
0: when wrestling was so serious and scary and cool (laughs) these guys were a night they were so there's such a thing in wrestling as the comedy act or like the comedic break like there's wrestlers that are meant to just entertain the audience and not be competitive that's They're the true. popcorn team. They're the team that brings smiles to kids' faces in Too Cool was that generation's comedy tag team.
1: They're the Harlem Globetrotters.
0: Correct. You got it. They're not there to win matches. They're there to give you a smile on your face.
1: Now, I recently watched... I was looking up um, Too Cool matches, which there are not many of with like just the two of them. But there's a sweet one. It's a Royal Rumble with them and Rikishi. And it's Rikishi and Grandmaster Sexy and then, you know, the 30 second countdown and then Scotty Tuhati comes in and then they all stop and they do the dance all three of them together and then at the end of the dance, Rikishi um what's it called when you like take your arms and you slash people in the wrist in, the, in their neck with them?
0: Clothesline? The yeah, line? He,
1: closed, he did a double clothesline of both of them and then he grabbed him and he threw him over the top rope onto the floor and he knocked them both out right away
0: it was so sweet rikishi i think was a bad guy at that point i could be wrong i
1: think that's when he turned because he was cool yeah or it was when they were making you think he was gonna turn face again and then he was just as evil as he always was which he was great the whole time
0: i don't think too cool were ever bad guys i think they were always baby faces
1: they were too cool wasn't but they were also called like too much when they were too much they started out as too much and then they were bad guys and then once they were faces then they were too cool
0: I don't even remember too much, but I I, I believe you. It seems like a thing, because they are too much.
1: I read it on like a, a wiki wrestling that I found.
0: <laughs> so take me through the introduction to this recipe, if you will.
1: Two Cool's Homeboy Fries. Scotty and Grandmaster came up with a unique way to prepare spuds. I have deep feelings for potatoes, and when I first saw these, I thought, what the heck happened to my spuds? Well, I was surprised that they were very good. I think they're even better with just a little more onion. The Dallas Cowboys may be America's team, but potatoes are the good lord's vegetables.
0: I mean, um, hmm. (laughs) Unique way to prepare spuds. I will give it that. It definitely was. I do not make potatoes or make french fries like this at all.
1: No, this is nonsense.
0: Oh, boy. What in the heck happened to my spuds?
1: Do you want to take us to the directions? Because they're, like, completely The directions are the worst part
0: of this recipe. It's
1: so not... I can't even... I can't make heads or tails.
0: So the ingredients are four baking potatoes, scrubbed and patted, three tablespoons olive oil, one large onion, peeled, halved, and thinly sliced, which I'll get to that, um... (laughs) Freshly ground black pepper to taste, coarse sea salt to taste, half a teaspoon Cajun seasoning. Back up to the onion. Why doesn't it just say half an onion? It says (laughs) one large onion, peeled then halved. (laughs) It should just say half an onion.
1: It should peeled and thinly sliced. Correct way to do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh boy.
1: Or again, if Jr., whose cookbook this is, prefers an entire onion, then just say an entire onion. Yeah. It's not their yeah. recipe in the first place.
0: <laughs> this is These are facts. These are facts. So I make way better french fries. <laughs> I make way better pizza. I am so upset that I had to make both of these recipes as they are written. The first thing you do, number one, preheat the oven to 350 degrees. It's easy enough. Number two, prick the potatoes with a fork. Place them on a baking sheet and bake for an hour. Allow them to cool. Number three, leaving the skins on. Cut the potatoes into one-quarter-inch thick slices. Number four, heat two tablespoons of the oil (laughs) in a large skillet. Add the onion and cook over medium-high heat, turning with the metal spatula until lightly browned eight to ten minutes. Number five, add the potatoes and cook, turning with the spatula, until they are crisp and brown, adding one extra tablespoon, if necessary, about ten minutes. Number six, add the seasonings.
1: That's so weirdly specific. This is the
0: most steps we've had in a recipe.
1: It is. Six. I think it's the most steps in the book could be i have a question
0: go ahead hit me with whatever you got okay
1: were you i followed it
0: as as written
1: but that's what i'm so confused about were you you supposed to make potato chips or were you supposed to make french fries because it said slices of the potato it didn't say to cut them into fries
0: it was like potato wedges okay i'd say i don't know why i didn't cut them before putting them in the oven
1: (laughs) I don't, I could not figure that out.
0: (laughs) I don't know why I cooked them in the skillet after having already cooked them in the oven. (laughs) I don't understand.
1: To make it, it seems like just extra effort and it would take like, it's just, it wouldn't be as good and it would be so much, so much more work than needs to be.
0: It was so much work. I don't get it. You can just cook, you can cut the potatoes. So the way I make French fries is I'll cut the potatoes into whatever size I like. Sometimes I'll do them in like circles. Sometimes I will do them in the quarters. Sometimes I'll do them really thin. Mm -hmm. And then I'll cover them with oil and salt. And I use something called Montreal seasoning, but it's whatever seasoning you want on a French fry.
1: You want Montreal.
0: I put that all in a bowl. I mix it up, get it nice. And I put it on a pan. I cook it for about 30 minutes and it's amazing crispy french fries. Why am I cooking a potato for an hour and then cooking <laughs> it again in a skillet? I don't know. No. No.
1: I I read this recipe and I was like, okay, so how am I going to do this? How am I going to change it? It's like, oh, every way possible this is nonsense. There's no way. <laughs>
0: I burned the onion because <laughs> it says to cook the onion and then add the potato.
1: That's so crazy.
0: You should. I should just cook the onion and the potato, but I was following it as written, and yep. I burnt my onions.
1: <laughs> as you would.
0: <laughs> onions take way less time to cook than potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. But burned onions still taste reasonable they're just not ideal (laughs) (laughs) they're just not the ideal way to cook an onion
1: i mean an onion is probably the, the best food you can have burnt besides a marshmallow but
0: i also don't know why you add the seasonings at the very end you can put them in before you know right when you get the potatoes in there don't get it
1: no this this recipe is terrible this might be the worst one we've had
0: it's not the way to make a potato in any sort of sense
1: or a french fry
0: it's, or french fry.
1: It's just wrong.
0: You can cut it up into like hash browns or you can cut up into slices and do them in the skillet or do them in the oven, but doing both.
1: Why would you bake it in the oven? I just I, can't wrap my head around that.
0: I don't know. It's like a baked potato that you cut into a french fry.
1: Was it like soft when you cut it into slices and then you had to try and like a flip bit. it in a pan?
0: It was soft. The baked potato didn't really cook all the way.
1: I bet not. Did it... like Was that enough olive oil to fry it in
0: no i nope, didn't think so nope. i didn't
1: think it was even close
0: <laughs> i was had to use a large skillet because uh, everything just doesn't fit into a smaller one
1: mine turned out great would you like to hear how i did mine
0: i would love to hear how you make <laughs> good french fries Jacqueline.
1: <laughs> they were fabulous um i used a combination of sweet potatoes and red potatoes because i'm not really a fan of baking potatoes they don't have that much flavor i chopped them into french fry shapes And then put them in a Ziploc bag, like a really big one, with the seasonings and the oil and did like a, like a... Shake them up. Shake them up. Sure. I did that and I got, I put a lot more Cajun seasoning than half a teaspoon. I did like two tablespoons at least. Just a ton. It was a blackened Cajun seasoning is what I did. And then Himalayan sea salt and then olive oil. And I shook that all up and got them all greasy and delicious and put them on their own tray. So I did the sweet potatoes on one tray, the red potatoes on another, just in case they had different baking times. Sometimes they do. So I baked those till they were done. And they fried up beautifully and had crispy edges. Because they were covered in oil, and it's just so much
0: easier to do it that way. <laughs> so you didn't bake them before cooking them, is what you're I telling didn't. me. I didn't.
1: No, and hmm. I actually had flavor on them. Potatoes are notorious for just absorbing like the spices and stuff, and you can't taste it. Like you have to salt potatoes so much more than you have to salt other stuff because they just like soak it all up and. I don't know if it's they're like black holes or what. It was way faster. It took me less than an hour to do all of that. So less than the time it took you to bake those potatoes <laughs> initially for no reason. I was done eating french fries.
0: I will say that the Cajun seasoning is good. It's like salt, garlic powder, paprika, black pepper, onion powder, cayenne pepper, yeah, oregano al- thyme. It's I good always stuff. I put on my
1: french fries when I make them.
0: Yeah, it was great. It's really good. And just a tiny
1: dash of cinnamon if you have it. If you, if for the sweet potatoes, it's really Specifically good.
0: sweet potatoes or brown yeah. sugar. Yes. I mean, that's what I like to do with my sweet potatoes. Cause I like, I like a sweetness and I like a hit of heat. So I'll, I'll use like chili powder or ca- the Cajun and I'll use brown sugar and cinnamon. I'll like mix the, the sweet and the spicy and it's usually really good.
1: So the sweet heat?
0: Sweet, sweet heat.
1: That's the tag team right there. You <laughs> want to be the brown sugar, I'll be the cayenne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. So I did that way better i also i did this all on sunday i went to a wedding on saturday and i partied really hard and i needed pizza and french fries the next day so i just did this all on sunday i had extra bacon and chicken left over, so i fried up another whole onion in that bacon grease from the pizza that i made and had that with some extra chicken and bacon and i put that over the french fries oh man and i cannot stress enough what a good decision that was probably the best decision i've made maybe in my entire life Culinary. that sounds
0: like american poutine is what that like could could be
1: pretty much yeah without a sauce or cheese but
0: mm-hmm. yeah I mean, you could put you could do sauce or cheese be i great. would
1: i mean if if i could have eaten cheese i would have mm-hmm. definitely put on cheddar cheese on top of that it was so yeah. good
0: it's like a baked potato but french fries it sounds great yes
1: uh so good just yeah definitely don't do whatever nonsense steps these say though don't bake a potato and then cut it and then that's just it's baloney
0: this might be the worst baking instructions i've ever read ever yeah
1: i feel like the people who made this have never baked anything ever
0: homeboy is in quotation marks to be fair so maybe that's like somebody has that a version of fries that i'm just not aware of
1: and there's home fries that are like i think those are cubed
0: yeah i like i like cubed up um fries i like that but
1: but you don't like bake the potato and then cut it and then season it last with hardly any seasoning this is a waste of time yeah don't do this recipe everyone
0: well i think that's it for our podcast do you have anything to say jacqueline about anything that we did today
1: today no today don't follow any of the recipes from this book follow jacqueline's recipes which will be up at some point do you think that the World Wrestling Federation will sue us for talking about how bad their recipes are? Because they're really bad. I don't think bad. so.
0: You give a five star to the thing on the last podcast. That was Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was the simmering sauce. Yeah, that, that was, was good.
1: That was. That was really good. I gave five stars to my own recipes. These French fries, I would give five stars to Jacqueline.
0: Brad gives it critique. a three star for taste, a one really? star, or <laughs> no, I'm giving three quarter star for preparation. <laughs> so doing the math, that puts me at what, 2.25 or something? 1.5? I don't
1: know. It's not but It's failing.
0: We'll give it a solid 1.75 total.
1: I think we do have another announcement to make, though. The next episode will be the Halloween episode of Top Rope Chef. We're going to be doing Gangrel's deviled eggs, which, if you don't know Gangrel, he is the vampire wrestler. Not ironic at all. He was, like, actually a vampire, from what I remember. He would drink blood out of a chalice and spew it all over the turnbuckle. And then we'll also be doing the Undertaker's turkey and spinach tetrazzini, which does not sound as scary, but will be a bit of a challenge for me because it's like half cheese. A lot of different kinds of cheese.
0: I don't know what tetrazzini <laughs> means. Does that just mean turkey pasta?
1: It's like a pasta. Is that a type las- of pasta. It's like a pasta lasagna.
0: The first ingredient is spaghetti noodles, though.
1: It is. And then the second ingredient is ricotta cheese.
0: Find us at patreon.com slash top Support the podcast. And get access to our bonus episode, which we we'll record right after all of these, where we just talk about what we ate for that week. Give some cooking tips. It's great. Twitter.com slash TopRopeChef. Instagram.com slash chef. Contact us. chef at gmail.com. Thanks
1: so much. Till next week.